This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean Levine will step in the ring with Brennan Tobin, and you're going to fight me? Fight me! Here on Tapped Out. That's right, fight me like a man. Only on the BetQL Network. Get over here! This is the part of the show where BT usually ends up getting knocked out. Welcome back into Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network with Brennan Tobin. I am Sean Levine. It's called You're Going to Fight Me. I throw out a segment. And then VT sounds ridiculous. Here's how the game is played. So Tyson Fury earlier this week said that he was retired after a couple of months ago, I believe, telling us that he was already retired. You're going to fight me if I say there's no way that he's actually retired. We're definitely going to see him fight again. Nah, I'm not going to fight you. He's definitely coming back. Um, And even Bob Arum said this week, he's like, as soon as AJ and Usyk is over, I fully expect to negotiate the undisputed heavyweight championship after that's done i mean don't forget before he fought wilder for a third time the original plan was he was supposed to fight anthony joshua and then a judge came in and ruled that no you have to fulfill your rematch clause to deontay wilder so if 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 anthony joshua it's a huge if if he does win next week against Usyk, there's no way he's not going to do that fight biggest fight in british boxing history no way Tyson Fury could pass it up. I mean, he may not make the $500 million that he wants or he's demanding to come out of retirement, but he's going to make a hell of a lot. That he would definitely make a career high for himself, and, and I can't see him passing that up. Uh, who do you like in that Usyk-Joshua fight? What's your early lead? I still like Usyk. Um, I, I think that you know he gets more fights, more experience at, at the heavyweight division. I think that it's just going to be tough until AJ – goes about it if aj i i really feel like the only way he goes and wins that fight is if he takes the first five six rounds and really tries to go full throttle for the knockout uh, if he's going to do this thing where he's going to out try and outbox Usyk, you're not going to do it i mean Usyk is the you know classic ukrainian unbelievable skills he was already the undisputed heavy uh cruiserweight champion now he's you know one belt away from being the undisputed heavyweight champion the dude's the truth and yeah, he's had a lot of personal stuff he's had to deal with, obviously, because it's Ukraine and you have families to worry about with a war going on with Russia. But um, he's just he's so talented and so crisp. I think AJ is going to need to do something a little bit reckless to win this fight. Back to Tyson Fury real quick. What am I missing here? Why do boxers play this game where they retire and they go away for like four months and then they come back like a Tom Brady retirement where you don't really go away? Like it's not even an off season that you missed. 
Why do boxers do that? Manny Pacquiao has done it like seven different times. They all do it. Why? Boxing is just so fossilized in that they just need an in for everything. So it's just like, this is the Tyson Fury comeback fight. This is the Tyson Fury retirement fight. Uh, Like tonight, Tiafimo Lopez is boxing. This is Tiafimo Lopez's debut at 140. Everybody tune on in. It's like everything needs the same hook. Everything needs the same. It's the same because you know why? It's the same three companies marketing the sport for 50, 60 years. Well, how many times do you see a guy that's 24 and 0 versus a guy that's 22 and 0 with 21 knockouts? That to me is the biggest problem with the sport. In the UFC, the one thing that Dana Wright, that Dana White does right, <laughs> easy for me to say, is that most of the time we get the fights that we want to see. Sometimes it takes a while, but ultimately, if the fans are loud enough, if social media wants it, we get it. In the case of boxing, these dudes come up is against guys that I've never heard of the entire way. So the first time that Tank Davis fights somebody that's, you know, that I've heard of is 20 fights into his career. No, listen, it's totally fair. Um, and and the thing that the UFC is starting to do also that's cool is like you're starting to see that you're getting the coming up with these guys, right? Like you're getting to see Dana White contender series and you know, see a guy like Bo Nickel, you know, have an impressive performance and everybody's like, Whoa, that guy was so damn good and Oh, is Dana White going to give him the contract? No, we're going to make you fight one more time. So I think that's another thing is you're getting to see these guys a lot younger in the UFC. Boxing, yeah, dude. They're fighting in like some small promotion in Kissimmee, Florida, and there's four people there, and it's against some guy who's got a newspaper and a cigarette walking to the ring ready to take his 400 to take a dive. Like, you know, they just fluff up that record and get it to what it is. Um, It's just antiquated. I don't know why that is the way they do it. Yeah, after church gets over with, they like clear out all the seats to the side and put in a boxing ring. And whoever wants to stay, we got free hot dogs if you want to watch the boxing matchup. Are you going to fight me if I tell you that Dominic Cruz, half of tonight's main event, Dom's had a better career than both TJ Dillashaw and Uriah Faber? You going to fight me? Whew. That's a good one. Um, well, we can I go Habs? I mean, so I'm looking can I go Habsies? I feel like you Dominic. Can't I feel, go why can't I go Habsies? Because I feel like you gotta fight me. I know, but I feel like for, well, it's a weird thing because all right, better career. I will go. No, I won't fight you on that. But Uriah Faber, I feel like is more beloved than Dominic Cruz, uh, and people love the California kid, and he does have a win over him, even though it wasn't UFC back then. Like he does have a win over Dominic Cruz. Now he's avenged it, but still. Uh, with TJ Dillashaw, I do feel like TJ Dillashaw is the rare guy in the sport where, like, his cheating doesn't leave him. Even John Jones, I feel like, skates on the cheating more than TJ Dillashaw. People were very upset with the EPO use by TJ Dillashaw. He still never hears the end of it. Um, and I do feel like there's a – it's kind of like a Barry Bonds, A-Rod thing. Like, A-Rod wears the cheating a lot worse than Barry Bonds does. Like, I don't care that Barry Bonds cheated. I don't really care that A-Rod cheated. But for some reason, A-Rod wears the cheating a little bit worse. I don't know if it's just because people just dislike him. I don't know what it is because TJ's had a lot of drama with the whole Team Alpha Male split and all that type of stuff. But something about it. So, no, he, he definitely – I feel like Dominic's got the, 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 the edge on him as far as beloved factor. But not Uriah Faber. There's something about Uriah Faber. He's one of the most beloved characters in UFC history. Oh, if we're ranking the three of those guys, I mean, Uriah is clearly the most popular because of his steroid use. I would say that 
probably TJ's third, and Dom's somewhere in the middle. You either love or hate him. That's a really good point you make, though. And it's not just in our sport, like fighting. It's in every sport. We look at some guys like Big Poppy, and we're like, eh, put him in the Hall of Fame. And then you look at Sammy Sosa. Absolutely not. I wouldn't let him anywhere near my family. Like, it's just the way that we handle these guys. Why do you think that is? Because it does feel like TJ Dillashaw, for all these different guys, you were pointing out John Jones. Well, John's not exactly the most beloved, clean character in and out of the octagon either. Why do you think it is that people, for lack of a better term, stay pissed at TJ? And I am too, for the record. I'm one of those guys that's like, no way, he can't be considered an all-time great because he's a cheat. I hold against him too. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Because it's funny because he comes from... Like, if you think about the two of them, John, everybody knew John was going to be good. John was like a talked about phenom from the youngest champion ever. TJ was, TJ literally has like one of the, the largest upsets in UFC history when he beat Henry Burrell. Yeah. So I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's the, I, I don't know if it's the, goes back to the Uriah Faber thing and the, people did, people took Uriah's side on the team alpha male beef. I don't know what that is, but. There's something that like, and it's, it's, it's not just fans. Like his peers don't let him forget about it too. I think maybe just John's a little bit more shameless about it. Maybe that's why. I don't know. John's just like, yeah. I don't know if it's that. Maybe it's body structure. Like for a light heavyweight, you go, Hey, he's a big ass guy. Anyway, for TJ, especially when he fought Sanhudo, you're like, man, this doesn't look right. So that could be a thing too. Cause at, we all know John took on guys that cheated. Like that's, that's another thing. And it kind of goes to like the Barry Bonds thing. Like we all know what the era was John, you know, beating Vitor Belfort juice to the gills. Right. Uh, TJ like had to use a supplement to get himself down to 125, which is a weird thing. Anyway, it's like, why were you going down to win a championship? That's very, also very unbecoming. And then you're being a guy like Cejudo, who's just kind of like, you know, yes, he's cringe, but he's an Olympic, uh, he's an Olympian. He's kind of the golden boy, you know, all around athlete. And you had to cheat to try and beat him. Um, maybe that's why it is, too. I don't know. You're right, though. We look at some guys like Alistair Overeem, and he's still a beloved guy. We know that he cheated. It just, oh, yeah. It's weird. Um, speaking of guys that have been accused of cheating because of a weird nipple situation. That's right. I said a weird nipple situation a few years ago. Israel Adesanya will be taking on Pereira. First time in the octagon, third time altogether. You're going to fight me if I say, if this fight ends in a knockout, actually, when this fight ends in a knockout, I think it's going to be Pereira knocking out Izzy. You're going to fight me? <sighs> yeah, I am. I feel like Izzy's going to get redemption, dude. I think he's... Izzy strikes me as the type of guy that he hears the noise... And I think that he's one of these guys where it, 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 he knows that there's a statement to be made, right? And I don't think he's had that in a little bit. Costa might have been the last one. Like, they really didn't like each other in the lead-up to that one. And I do think that there's certain guys when there's a new challenge in front of them and there's something to be uh, – there, there's just something to be proven. He seems like the type of guy that's going to do that. And I feel like he can knock out Alex Pereira. While we're talking about fights that are coming up, you're going to fight me if I say the most likely way that Nate Hamzad finishes is Hamzad finishes Nate. I think that's the most likely result in that fight. You're going to fight me? No, I'm not going to fight you. I definitely think that's a possibility. I don't, I don't see Nate finishing him. That'd be, although, I mean, like, you know, some crazy fifth round, he's gassed, he's tired, he pounces on him like an anaconda, just squeezes the life out of him. You know, fantasize me for bro. a little bit, bro. You said 
You're the one who wanted to talk dude, uh, dude, sex earlier in the show. I know. Can give me the gooses, right? Can you imagine? It's like some dominant. He locks it I've, in and he throws yeah. up the double minor fingers like he did a few years ago, Nate. And we've got like 20, 30 seconds as a fan base knowing that Hamzad's about to tap the Nate Diaz. Because yep. I know we're dreaming here, but if that did happen, correct me if I'm wrong. Not only wouldn't the UFC have to give Nate like a new long contract, whatever he wants, but then we've got the possibility of him either fighting Conor McGregor or fighting for a belt. Am I, am I getting too excited here? No, that would definitely happen. Like, look, if he beats Hamzat, he definitely deserves a title shot for sure. Like, come on, you, the odds the way they are, and you're telling me, like, assuming Kamar Usman wins next week, which I think we all think that's going to happen, you're telling me Usman isn't going to be like, salivating at the idea of I get to fight Nate Diaz for a title shot like oh my god that'd be amazing it's not gonna happen I mean but it's fun to think about all right all right you say it's not gonna happen you say Hamza takes out Nate you're gonna fight me if I say that Usman's gonna beat Edwards and we all agree that Hamza's probably gonna beat Nate they fight each other next Usman and Hamza you're gonna fight me no not gonna fight you I think that that is a uh that's a likely scenario um, the only thing I feel like could leapfrog it, like you said, is the Connor thing, unless like Connor comes in off the top rope and they're just like, guess what? Connor, you know, Usman's defended the bell as much as you want. Connor McGregor, Usman title fight. That's like, I think the only thing that could really uh, hop in there. I couldn't imagine like Colby's going to get another shot. He hasn't fought. I haven't really heard anything from Colby other than uh, he won a poker tournament no. recently. So um, no, I don't, I'm not going to fight you on that. I think that that is the likely scenario and, uh, I'm looking forward to that fight. I think it'd be fun. I still think it's because the one guy Colby runs his mouth about Jorge Masvidal, yeah, boy, they're in the middle of like an actual, you know, lawsuit. So he's not really allowed to say anything. So I don't think, are they in a lawsuit yet? Or is he just being charged with a crime? Like, I don't know if he's sued him officially yet. I don't know how much, um, legal trouble you've been in, but. I'm just saying it's not a good idea to go out there and run your mouth versus the other person before you got in the courtroom. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Just some advice for you. Um, I don't know if you saw an interview. So we had on Cheeto Vera earlier in the show. Great interview. Check it out on the podcast if you missed it. He was talking about somewhere else, might have been on the MMA hour, that uh, Sean Shelby had made fun of his neck tattoo. My going rate to get a neck tattoo for me nearing 40 years old here is uh, five grand. You're going to fight me on that number? Five grand. And I'm five grand? Yeah, 5,000 bucks. I'll get it. Yeah, and I'll get your name tattooed for five grand. For five? Wow, I might actually do that for... Uh, and I'm putting that out there, by the way, to anybody listening all over the world on the BetQL net. It's got to be like Cheeto Bear. It's got to be the whole neck. You got to look like Bergman yeah. Anderson, dude. That's fine. Neck, five grand. Five grand? I don't even think a tattoo... I, think, I don't even think you could get the tattoo for five grand. I feel like a, a, a well-done neck tattoo costs more than that. Okay, well, whatever the tattoo costs, plus five grand. Plus is five the grand. Rate okay, so you got to have a five grand profit off of it. Yeah, I would say for me, yeah, neck tattoo, uh, you're going to have to get into the six figures before we talk. And if I'm going to look like Cheeto Vera, you're going to have to be in the several six figures for me to do that. What? This guy wants a neck tat- grand for a neck tattoo, bro? For a neck tattoo? No, no, no. Dude, not like the little like righty rights, like a, a whole neck tat. Like I look like like Austin Vanderford with the eye in his uh, his his throat. No way, dude. Or Conor McGregor with the gorilla. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm probably not gonna get a gorilla on my neck. You're gonna fight me speaking of. I gotta ask the missus during the break. I say, hey, what is the cost? What do what do you think the cost is for you to have to look at your husband with a neck tat the rest of your life? <laughs> You're gonna fight me if I tell you that. Uh, 
crunchy Cheetos are better than Buffy Cheetos? You gonna fight me on that one? Only if I want to fight you over the most obvious thing in the world. Duh. Okay. All right. Discount. Um, UFC <laughs> in San Diego. I got one. I got one for you. You gonna fight me on this one? San Diego is a better city than Miami. You gonna fight me? All right, dude. Like, according to whom? The Padres? Oh, according to like, me. I've been to both in the last few years, and I would rank them both in top five cities that I've ever been to. I'd put San Diego really? one, Miami two. Yeah. What's so great about San Diego? What's so great about it? You live not in the Miami, women. So that's why not the culture. Not the food. Maybe a little less humidity. Uh, like, what is what's better? They got a cheating uh, best baseball player in Fernando Tatis. You know, yeah, they, they lost their football team. So what's so great about them? You tell me. You know, well, you live their in name Miami, stands so for a whale's lady parts. What's so great about uh, them? Coming up next, we're going to tap out. We'll give you our best bets. Let's get parlayed, and we'll get out of here. You're locked into the BetQL Network. Stay classy. 